Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 810. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rayesmach at take10fortorah.org. So, there's a very fascinating idea that comes out of this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayeshev, specifically the story of Yehuda and Tamar, and I want to talk about that a little bit in the 10 minutes we have. So, the first uh, the first idea I want to begin with is the Gemara of Metziah. The Gemara of Metziah makes the statement, Gadol onoas devarim me onoas mamon. Onas Devarim, torturing somebody, making somebody feel bad through words is worse than making somebody or or persecuting somebody through uh, financial means. And so abusing somebody financially is is not as bad as abusing somebody verbally. Why is that? So the Gemara brings a Pasuk to make the point. Rabbi Elazar explains, Zebegufo Zebemamano, assuming that because one afflicts your body itself, meaning the words afflict your body, that's worse than the fact that it affects my bank account. Rabbi Shmuel Barnachmeni is finally even more clear, and he says, One can be given back and one can't. You can always return money, but you can't return dignity. You can't return bad feelings. Okay, so here's the first idea and the first indication that we have that there's something particularly bad and sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never harm me is an absolute and total fallacy. It's just not true. It's not just words, but it's any type of abuse when it comes to a person's physical body and a person's uh, physical, you know, so to speak, mentality. The Mishnah Avos, Parakimah Mishnah Aleph, says that there's a list of things that you even though you have Torah, even though you have good deeds, you do not get a portion in the next world. On that list are a couple of things. One who's made for briso shal avraham, one who goes and uh, undoes their covenantal bris milah, however you would do that. But on that list is as well, somebody who embarrasses their friend publicly. And the Gemara of Matziah further says, The Gemara says, Everybody goes down to Gehenna, and then it later clarifies that's not so good. Everybody goes down to Gehenna after their life, but they come back up. They get a little bit of cleansing, and they come back up, except for three people who go down and never come up. And on that list is Habal Eishas, this one who involves themselves in uh, adultery, one who embarrasses their friend publicly, and another category of one who goes and creates a nickname for their friend, the Gemara wonders, isn't that the same thing as Malbin? And the Gemara answers, yeah, it kind of is, but it gives a reason why it's on the list. But in any event, we have two things, really. Uh, one who is involved in adultery, which we know to be particularly egregious, and, and somebody who embarrasses somebody. Those are people who do not ever come back up from Gehenna. In the uh, Gemara Bavitzia, a few lines later, it says, as a matter of fact, of those two things, it's better that somebody get involved in what might be perhaps an HS-ish, a married woman, and uh, not get involved with embarrassing somebody publicly. How do we know that? So there's a story with David Amelech. David Amelech got a lot of criticism for his behavior with Bathsheba, and he says, um, in recounting one conversation, David reported that people would constantly mock him and denigrate him for it, and they would say, David, they would say, hey David, they would have skepticism to his behavior in that story, 
And they would say, what's the punishment for somebody who gets involved with a married woman? And I would say to them, He gets the death penalty, but he has a portion in the next world. He gets the death penalty so as to save the portion in the next world. He loses this, he gets the next. But one who goes and embarrasses his friend publicly, which David was indicating that these people were doing to him, there is no portion in the next world. So that shows you the severity, perhaps even more, then Habal Eshatzish, and it shows you it's in a category which is really surprising. And where does this all come from? It comes from this week's parsha. It refers to Tamar and Yehuda, and they're um, they're uh, you know joining together. And finally, she becomes pregnant. They assume that she was Mizane, that she had a relationship with somebody else. And then they take her out to be burnt because she was supposed to be marrying somebody in the family. She was zakuk, which is the fancy expression for she was connected to them through the laws of Yibam, and then she went elsewhere. So the Gemara said, I'm sorry, the Pasuk continues, Himut says she was taken out, and she sends a message to her father-in-law, Yehuda, saying, to the one who owns these things. This was the sim, and this was the sign that she gave. She used those things to identify him, and did not report him publicly. And then he finally says, Sadkamimene, he realizes it was him, and he gives her the credit, and she doesn't get punished. So, she could have just very easily said this was Yehuda, right? It was, it was the simplest thing in the world. The reason she doesn't, the Gemara Sota says, is, It's better for a person to throw themselves into a kivshan of Eish, a fiery furnace, and not embarrass a person publicly. Okay, now that's really interesting. One other class, we need to focus on Yalbin Pnei Just this very expression is very strange. Whiten your face of the friend. You don't whiten your friend's face when you embarrass them. You actually redden your friend's face when you embarrass them. we got to talk about that a different time. But Agamon Bracha says the same thing. You should better throw yourself into a fiery furnace. And we learned that from Tamar. Tamar was about to get thrown into a fiery furnace. And she wouldn't, even at the expense, at the cost of not going and publicizing that Yehuda was the father of the child and only doing it in, in a sort of uh, a roundabout way, not identifying him publicly so as not to embarrass him, she would rather go into the Kivshan Eish. Now, the Gemara in Ksubos tells a story um, which is somewhat similar, and, and really the over, un, underlying question that we have over here is, uh, what to, I mean, are we serious? <laughs> is this something which is considered to be so bad? We usually say life is always first, you know, in regard to pretty much every single Avera, we say life goes first, if faced with the choice between life and that Avera, if you have to eat not kosher, you eat not kosher, if it's going to be your life or that. There are only three situations. There's the situation of murder, idolatry, or adultery. Those are adultery or any other sexual crimes. Those are the things that generally we say life goes second. So do we really mean this here? So there's one in Ksuvos as well, Dovsam talks about how Mar Ukva have a, would have a poor person in his neighborhood and he would go and put money at the guy's door. 
the guy never knew where the money was coming from, and so the guy decides to wait inside and see who's the one placing money at his door. He finally hears Marukva. Marukva is there with his wife one day, and he goes and places the money by the door. Suddenly, the poor person runs out to see who it is. You know, boo! And uh, Marukva runs away. Somehow, he doesn't see him, and he's chasing him. He's chasing him. He's chasing him. And finally, the two of them, Marukva and his wife, run into an oven. There's this very large oven that they hide in, which is probably a pretty good place to hide, and uh, he gets a little bit burned, she doesn't get a little bit burned, okay, good, the Gemara talks about why she was better than him, but fine, my Kulei Hai, the Gemara asks, why in the world did he go through all of this length to make sure that he stayed hidden so that this poor person would not know who the uh, one who had all of this beneficence was. So he quotes the same idea, it's better to go and throw yourself into a fiery furnace, and here literally the person does, Marukva goes and throws himself into an oven. Now he didn't get killed, he wasn't actually giving up his life, but again we see this not only as a theoretical concept, but this Gemara brings it into the reality. So what is this all about? Particularly because we know that there's a famous list, as I mentioned before, of three things that you give up your life for, three things that you're supposed to sacrifice yourself for before you do, and this is not on that list. So indeed, Tosvos addresses this, and Tosvos says something unbelievable. Tosvos says that Really, he asks the question. He says, Tosis and Sota Daf Yudam and Base. He says, Why isn't this on the list? Why isn't this not on the famous list of, you know, when I have to go and have a medication that's going to save my life? It can't be made out of one of those three famous things, however that would work. One of those three famous things. Why is that not on that list? That I can't embarrass somebody to get that medication. He says, The fact that it's not counted because. It's not explicit in the Torah. Meaning, there is no command that says, Thou shalt not embarrass somebody publicly. It doesn't say that. And it only has on this list things that are explicit. But Tosos is implying that indeed it is on the list, which is pretty wild. Rabbi Yonah says the same thing. He makes a, he says it's toldo shvichas damim. It's like a, it's a subsidiary category of shvichas damim. And he gives a reason that it has to do with the, the, the boshes and the embarrassment and the blood and, and spilling the blood, which I want to get into a different time. But that's literally how they understand it, that it's that bad. What's interesting is we don't find this discussion, you know, let's say on Shabbos, you're allowed to break Shabbos to go save a life. Uh, Are you allowed to go break Shabbos in order to save somebody's ego? Right? Would you be allowed to do it? Would you be allowed to... uh, get up and do something on Shabbos so that somebody doesn't get embarrassed publicly. We don't find such a discussion, and yet we find these Rishonim who completely apply this to embarrassment as well. So in any event, take it seriously, because it's a very serious halacha.